Welcome to the TRD Advantage Podcast. Discussions will include social media, technology, and life coaching. So how can all this help you? Well, we know that social media has changed the world of marketing and branding. We know that already. There are so many different platforms out there we can use, from the most popular apps right now, such as Snapchat and Musical.ly, to the traditional marketing platforms such as Facebook and Twitter. And you really need to be on top of the different algorithms that these platforms change so that what you see on your phone, on your computer, matches what you like to see. You know, I always give the example is if you're not following or a fan of, say, country music, you're not going to see, you know, country music from CMT pop up on your Instagram feed or on your Facebook. If you're a fan of, say, heavy metal and Judas Priest is releasing a new album, that actually probably will come up depending on their marketing analytics that they use. When I say we cover technology, I love cell phones, laptops, tablets, you know, I love the advances in technology. So we cover the basis of what's new and upcoming. And I I really like to teach people how to use them with a true sense of getting to know what they're using. You know, I've already taught multiple people how to use their laptops, whether it's antivirus, how to search Google, how to use their cell phones, like how to get the most out of their um, iPhone or Android. You know, the third area that we talk a lot about is life coaching. Through social media and technology, you could really start branding yourself. How do you come across on social media? How does it seem? Are you one of those people who say you have a great life just to show people that you have it? Or the opposite of always saying that you need thoughts and prayers because your life has fallen apart. And we, I could actually show you how to change that mindset. So through different promotions and branding on social media that you'll change your viewpoint on a lot. The other part of it is... I do a lot of writing on LinkedIn and blog sites such as medium.com and I'm going to read those blogs out on the on the podcast just so I can reach, you know, just so you reach a different audience. It's what you're best at promoting. I might sound better on the mic than I actually do when I write, which is probably the true case. So, I'm going to go ahead and read off one of my blogs that I just wrote. Um, it's on LinkedIn. You can find me at LinkedIn at Tom the Tom R. Daily. Here we go. The name of the blog is Who is the Captain of Your Ship? Start changing your life and mindset in small ways and go on to change the world. We have to know ourselves before we can change the world. In his poem, Evictus, William Ernest Henley wrote, I am the master of my fate, the captain of my soul. We can control our lives because we have the power to respond to our situations. If we break down the word responsibility, it is your ability to respond. If we act negatively to a situation, we are not being responsible. We have to respond in a positive manner in a situation to be considered acting responsible. 
even in the worst times, you can be successful by creating the right situation or response. When we sit out to accomplish a goal, we have to remember that we will be testing our limits and dealing with negativity in the form of feedback or opinion, but always remember who is the captain, and that's you. You are always in control. Our small victories lead to bigger successes. I believe this. We know the only concept in life is that circumstances change. My life has been full of change and adaptation. My father died when I was 12. I was involved in a near-fatal accident. At 18, I was already given last rites and was pronounced dead for a few minutes. I have been laid off twice due to budget cuts. As you can see, these situations have been difficult ones to deal with, to say the least. Life's events teach us about who we are and what we can become. We all have a vision for ourselves, and we have to know how to make the vision work for us. We usually make those decisions off of a gut feeling. You know, that moment when we know something feels right or wrong. You have to know why and how you're going to respond because the only person who can is yourself. You need to understand your strengths and weaknesses by being self-aware. Self-awareness is defined as the conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Our character is who we are. Our feelings are our thoughts. Our motives are why we do what we do. And our desires are what we want. If we are not self-aware, we will, do not, we will not know who we are, how we feel, or what we want. Self-awareness may be the most important factor in why each of us are different. We all have different goals, desired needs, and so on. How are we going to get somewhere if we do not know where we want to be? We, fully, we need to be fully aware of what we want, how we are going to get there, what matters to us, what we love to do, and what goals we have. This is called our life journey. Stop and think for a moment. Are you being self-aware of your wants, desires, and needs? Are you living in a conscious mix of what your present is and what you want your future to be? Remember, the same person you were yesterday, you do not have to be the same person today. You have the power to change yourself. My situation, personally, is interesting. I'm applying to places where I want to continue my career. I have my business which is teaching people the positive roles that social media and technology and how it affects your life and business. I'm writing my life story. Even at 33 right now, I've been through so many events. I just want to share my story and inspire those going through hard times. One of my personal goals is to be in healthy and great physical shape. I accomplished one goal of already losing 20 pounds and I continue to lose more, lose more fat while gaining muscle. The concept of a healthy mind and body goes a long way. If you have a healthy body, your mind will work very well for you. If you have an unhealthy body, your mind just may not work as best as it should. It is not, it is not easy work, but the benefits of a healthy lifestyle will re will help you the rest of your life. To change over to a different subject. In, de in life, you have to decide to be happy. Happiness isn't a destination. It's a feeling. 
Happiness is a choice. Even through the roughest times, you could choose to be happy. Remember your blessings. I choose to be happy in reaching my goals and creating a life for myself. If I am not happy, then I need to make a change or simply just move on. The power of positive thinking is extremely important and overlooked. Life does suck sometimes, but our responsibility is to figure out what it is teaching us and know that situations tend to be temporary and you need to keep moving, as one of my coaches says, onward. We can either be happy with our life or make a decision to change it, commit to it, and follow through with it. If we do not adapt and move in life, we stay still. In other words, we get trapped in our comfort zone and lose the ability to grow and learn. New action thoughts and ideas do not come out of your comfort zone. Getting what you want. We only live once. To use algebra, and I'm sorry I'm always picking on X and Y, but typical algebra, right? If you want X, first guess Y. Why do I want this? Once you figure out your why, you will research your how. It will probably not be a straight x plus y equals result. Your equation might be an extreme calculus problem, but if you have the focus, confidence, and determination, you will get there. Or you will know when you have to make adjustments. Like I said, it, life is never a straight path. You will be involved in situations that you do not like in order to achieve your goal but your perception of the situation has to be viewed in a positive manner. I may have to go through something I don't like to get to where I want to be. For me, I'm working on my ex. I'm working on my how and what needs to be done. I know what I want in life and I'm committed to achieving it. I'm concentrating on what I want and sometimes you have to weather the storm. I know what is valued to me in life. Do you? Here's a little bit of how I live my life. If something holds no value to you, and I'm not talking monetary, I'm talking in value of it helps build your life. It's there for you to support. You know, as friends, family, if something's there that's not holding no value, just negative value, a mindset, a person, a relationship that's just not working for you, let go and keep moving forward. Keep moving onward. In closing, our wonderful technological age has given us the ability to promote ourselves. We promote our own brand, our own business, our own persona. We promote what is important to us, how we feel, what we are looking for and more. Our responsibility to use technology and social media reminds me of the famous line from Spider-Man, from Uncle Ben, right before he dies. With great power comes great responsibility. We can apply our knowledge to network with others, grow our brand, business, charity, something that we care for, and more. You have the power to create and build and promote. That's really incredible. You, you have everything at your fingertips. While you are in pursuit of what you want, work hard at it. Get involved in something bigger than yourself. Be part of something bigger. Always remember to continue educating yourself. And finally, remember... To take a step back every now and then, just to breathe, just that deep breath, and remember to live your life. You know, as Jimmy Buffett always sings, you know, changes in attitude, changes in latitude. 
it really makes a big difference on how you think. Alright, that was one of my blogs I just just published about a week ago. And a lot of the times these ideas just come out of nowhere. It's usually when I'm driving in my car, listening to music, especially if I'm listening to Springsteen or something like that, that I find inspirational. And, you know, there's a big mix between inspirational, motivational, transformational, all these things and everything that people try to promote. And it can really get confusing at times because we're all bombarded with constant, look at this, look at that, play this, play that. And we lose sight about what's really true to ourselves. You know, we get caught up on other people's lives on Facebook. You know, I was talking to somebody who's wants best for what other people have for somebody else. And I'm like, you can't live that way. You have to wake up every morning as, you know, as a blessing and say, okay, what am I going to accomplish today? What do I want out of my life? What am I looking for? What am I working towards? You know, the answers to all those questions are really within within your soul, within your heart. You know, if you're, say, for example, working a job you hate, what is, what is the value of that? Is it just a monetary value? Is it just something that you need to do to get experience so you can move further up the corporate ladder or further into another job or to another area of your life? Is it because that you want enough money in a, for next year to buy the new iPhone that's coming out? Or you need a new laptop? You know, you have to remember what your moment is for. You know, as in my moment, I've always wanted to be self-employed or working with an organization or a business that I have interests in. You know, for, for me, one of my past jobs, I didn't have interest in in the company, I was just providing, you know, my experience because I needed the income. I needed the benefits at the time. I mean, that's no way to live either because it it holds on to that moment of just not being where you want to be. But then you got to remember, it's only temporary. You know, our downfalls or shortcomings tend to be temporary and it depends on how you get through your life. I'm one to believe right now that if you're not following what your passion is, and when I say passion, I mean something that you care about. It doesn't mean that you have to quit your day job to go, you know, help others out right away or, you know, start that business you always wanted to do. You know, it takes planning. It takes focus on what you really want to do in life. It doesn't mean that, you know, you get home from your nine to five and you can't spend two or three hours working on that business, working on something you care about. You know, like I said before, we're bombarded with so much media that what's more important to you, sitting down and being a part of something or sitting down and watching TV? I mean, it's the same thing. Somebody goes into a crisis. If it's a comedy, you laugh about it. Somebody falls on their face, gets back up, and end an episode. 
or you know you're watching a movie and it's the same thing back and forth you know starts out nice and happy crisis happens reaches the peak there's a battle an argument and then at the end of the movie everything's fine again so you just wasted two hours on the same type of story but if something means to you it means something to you then what are you working on it for if it means that you want to improve your relationship spend time talking with the person not texting you know or spend time with them you want to create that business of being a musician Upload a simple video to YouTube. See if people like what you're creating. You know, that's how it worked for Justin Bieber. He posted videos on YouTube. Somebody saw it and he became famous. Whether you like him or not, it's a different story. But that's all it takes. It takes one good post to get noticed. And why bother being involved with something that you don't really care about that has no impact on your life? You know, watching, you know, watching The Simpsons every week isn't going to do anything for me. It might make me laugh. But if I want to relax, then I'm going outside. I'm taking a walk. I'm being active. You know, with everything that's active, it stimulates the brain. Exercise helps stimulate the brain. You know, same thing, and I'll go into it. Eating healthy, you know, helps build the brain. We have so much crap out there that people aren't growing. People are overweight and you look at them going, you know, I'm not judging you, but are you really healthy? Like, are you working on something? You know, it's not to be judgmental, but are you okay walking around with that extra 30 pounds that's affecting your heart and affecting your bones and affecting your knees? I mean, like, that's, and I'm not into body shaming because I know a lot of people who are overweight, but they're working towards a goal. They're eating better. They're eating healthy. But it's an ongoing process. It's something that you want to achieve. You know, I'm not sitting around saying, oh, I have an extra 50 pounds. There's nothing I can do about it. There's plenty you could do about it. But are you in your own head to say, okay, I'm going to start now? I'm going to put down the bag of potato chips. I'm not going to eat at McDonald's. Maybe what you do is you eat healthy six days a week, and if you still have the urge to eat food, okay, go to McDonald's and just get a French fry. And start cutting yourself off. Make it every other week. You know, we have this ability to change how we think. It's really cool. I mean, three years ago, I was dealing with depression. But until I saw what my life was and where I've been, and I realized every day can be a struggle. But if I get bogged down into the negative aspect of life, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that, my life sucks. And that's what it becomes because the mindset, you know, you train your mind going, life sucks. Then you get depressed. Then you get on some medication that turns you into a zombie, just like on The Walking Dead. You're walking on I don't care, whatever you want to do. Like you're not putting your, you're not achieving your full self. You're not putting yourself out there. Yeah, I'm struggling right now. I'm sure you are too if you're listening to this. But it's okay. I know this situation's temporary, and I know I'm working on something. I'm working on promoting my business more. I, I'm setting down. I'm. I know my goals. I know what my strengths are. I know what my weaknesses are. 
I know what I have to do to surpass those weaknesses. And I'm okay with that. I understand what they are. Do you? That's the question. Are, are you strong enough mentally to get to where you want to be? You know, some people are. Some people just need to figure it out more. And that's where I combine the, the social media and life coaching. Because you realize when you're on Facebook and you're seeing, oh, so-and-so is having a baby or so-and-so got a new job and you sit there going, I wish this was me. I'm going, you don't really know what's going on behind Facebook. It's just a facade. You know, you keep up with your friends. Yeah, I want to see my friends who are getting engaged or getting married. Good for them. I'm happy for you. But it doesn't mean that I need to sink into going, well, I wish I had a girlfriend. I wish I was engaged. I wish I was this. Because I'm just sitting around just spewing this, I wish, and what am I really doing about it? Nothing. I'm just sitting here talking about it. You know, talking, opinion, it's really cheap currency, you know, unless you're really acting on it. If you're acting on it, yeah, you know, if I go up to 10 random women saying, will you go out with me? I would probably guess 9 out of 10 would say no. For whatever reason, I'm just using that as a statistic because they might be with somebody, they might have no interest. But that's not a reflection on me. That's a reflection on them. I may not fit their needs, whatever they may be. And I'm okay with that. I've been turned down before. You know, that that feeling of being turned down hurts, but then you look at it going, what's the value of it? You know, okay, she doesn't want to go out with me. Okay, move on. There's, you know, plenty of fish in the sea. Just to use a really bad example, I hate that saying. You know, and I look at the people I surround myself out, you know, around. The people that I surround myself with, we all provide a value to each other. We all get along. We're all there for each other. If somebody's not there for you or not doing that or toxic, just let them go. There's no sense of having them in your life. You know, you go back to the whole dating reference. If you're in a toxic relationship, you know, it's not healthy. You don't want to, you can live without that person. What you're saying is that you have less dignity for yourself because you can't live without that person. Oh, she left me. I can't live without her. She had that much value in your life. You can't live or you just don't know how. Wake up every day going, I can get through this. I can move on. There's more out there. You know, she just wasn't a good fit for me. We've all been there in relationships. You know, getting back to what you see, you know, and I feel like this is where social media has taken a turn because we all feel the need to put our personal life out there. And I'm going through some of what I see and I'm going, I don't need to know that. Why are you saying that? What are you, you know, you're, you're begging for attention, you know, and it just creates less value in your life. We want to constantly be creating value in our life because we only get one shot at this. And if something's not there, just keep, just keep going. Just either figure out a way to make it work or realize it's not going to work for whatever reason. It could be could be that it just wasn't meant to be or if you're in business okay maybe it's a product or service the market doesn't need right now 
doesn't mean it can't be used five years from now or even two years from now. So uh, you can always test that by putting yourself out there on social media, creating that website, creating that newsletter to see, you know, to figure out what your analytics are of customer engagement are or who's receiving this information that might be interested. You know, with each new form of media comes a new way of realizing what's out there for your business, what the analytics are, you know, what the engagement is. And I mean, not to keep going on this, but, you know, social media is probably one of your biggest customer service-based tools out there. You know, I look at reviews on social media, especially if they're, say, a restaurant or something like that, and they, they show a picture of the food and 10 people go, that was the best burger or ever I, I ever had, or that salad that you made was great with the homemade dressing. I'm more likely to try a restaurant that has a good social presence, even if it's on Yelp. I mean, Yelp's a great tool as it is, but if you have no social presence or no consistent, that's the difference, consistent social presence, then people are going to look going, are they still open? Do they still exist? And I mean, you could have the nice, nicest website, but a lot of the times people are using Facebook on Instagram. One of the bars I follow always has their burger of the week. And I'm going to go, okay, I might go in this night to have a beer and have this burger because it looks so good. I mean, just even simple marketing tactics like that. Marketing doesn't, you know, you don't have to overthink your tactics. You don't have to overthink, do I have to put a little, you know, video or, you know, like one of those really bad, you know, TV commercials that they pay millions of dollars for that people look at it going, that really wants to make me buy your product. But I see online that it's, you know, it serves a purpose to other people. You know, you're a new business and a new company that provides payroll services come into town and they're getting rave reviews. And I would rather give a small business my, you know, my money than to give a large corporation theirs. You know, we want to we want to see others succeed. And I think that's my next point. You know, I, one of the guys I listen to a listen to a lot of, which is Gary Vaynerchuk. He just came out with a a video just saying that he wants to see people succeed. And I have to agree with him. I mean, there's people in my market and my competition doesn't matter to me because I know what they do. I know who they are, but I'm not going to say I'm better than they are. And I know that sounds weird coming from somebody in business, but I know what my strengths are. I know what I can provide my customers, and I'm sharing that. You know, if there's something somebody else can do that they can create a better, just for example, a better flyer than I can, then go ahead, use their services. Get what you need to succeed in life. Talk to those people who can help you succeed in life. There, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I may not be you know, the best, you know, of this, or I may not be the best of that, but I know what I'm the best at. And that's the difference. I'm self-aware of what I'm good at. 
I'm also self-aware of what I'm not good at, but I'm not going to pr- promote those things I'm not good at. I'm not going to say I'm the best web developer out there. You know, I used to be decent at web design, but it's not my strong point. So I'm not going to say, I'll build you a website. No, go to a uh, professional or go to somebody that can. You know, who is the best website designer? Who's going to provide the best services that will make your website stand out? You know, if you look at mine right now, mine's basic, but I have services that I promote elsewhere. My my media is out there on social. It's not on my website. You can find it through my website. But again, you know, like I said, my strength isn't necessarily building websites. It's creating a social experience for, you know, small businesses, medium-sized businesses who just want some sort of direction on where to go, what platforms to use, or how to creatively use these platforms. And that's why I've always considered myself a coach because I can sit right now next to you, teach you how to use what's at your fingertips for the best. That's the other reason I I have a tendency to connect with the older population. Not that older is a negative word here, but let's just say 55 and older about using their cell phones, using their laptops, about three months ago, I went out to, to uh, I took care of one of my customers uh, out in New York who was needing a laptop for her DJ business. Now, I have a background in DJing and know how to use technology. So I went out there. I said, okay, let's start with this. What's your price range? Okay. She goes, I don't want to spend no more than, I think it was, say, $1,000. Okay. So what do we need? Well, we need a good, strong laptop that can run powerful DJ software in the back that you can connect to your mixer board, etc. And here's the additional products you need. You're going to need a mouse. You're going to need a bag. You know, let's get all this in one shot. So I made sure before each purchase that she was comfortable spending the money. You know, I was like, the salesman at Best Buy, but not really selling her. I was just telling her what she needs, checking to make sure that price was okay, moving on. The next time we met, I went over to her house, hooked everything up, hooked up the Wi-Fi, showed her what I was doing, and telling her what it was all about. And she kept saying, you know, I feel really stupid. And I'm going, why? Like, this is something you don't know about. That's why you reached out to me. I'm going to teach you what you need to know to use this laptop to the best of best of its use. You know, we can go through how to hook it up, what programs you need to use, how are you going to download music, you know, are you going to go through iTunes or Amazon, what's the pro and con of both, you know, how are you going to get other music from your collection on your computer, how do you go from CD to MP3 and so on. So I spent time with her. I made sure that the key was to make her feel comfortable. And every time she goes, this must, you know, I feel kind of stupid. And go, like I said, why? It's something you don't know about. If I went to, you know, if I went golfing, I'd ask a golf instructor, okay, what's the best way to swing a driver? I don't know. I don't feel stupid. I just know that I don't know how to use it. And that's okay. The other... The other thing I did was I did a 
I spoke for a local women's organization who again were around the 55 and older group about security features and how you can use and understand social media. Now, with a lot of platforms, and it happened with Facebook, Facebook grew their following of 55 and older. It started out with just college kids, and now it's everybody. So the younger generation goes, okay, I don't need my parents or grandparents seeing what I'm doing, so I'm going to go to Instagram. Then they went to Snapchat. And now what's the biggest growth on Snapchat is, you know, 55 and older. Which, is, which I find hysterical for what the use of Snapchat was actually for, but that's for another time if you ever want to look up the history of Snapchat. And speaking of Snapchat, you know, for those looking to understand the platform more, my book will be of it, my ebook will be available probably tomorrow. So please take a look at that. It's called How to Use Snapchat for Business and Personal Use. And that'll be a up-to-date 2016 guide on how to use the platform. And it's available on Amazon. So a little more shameless self-promotion, but that's okay. We all sometimes have to put ourselves out there, just like I'm doing now. So as you can see, where I've come from is a combination of just social media and technology. It's stuff that I love doing. And it's stuff that businesses and groups still don't fully have down. There's great people who promote it on a daily basis and it's just like mirror what works. And I mean right now what works is your video video, live video. You have to go live on Facebook and I mean I'm not one for the camera, but I know that's where I need to go. When I help out the other side business I have and I run with a friend you know, when we're at different racetracks in the area, I do all the big races live. I take pictures on Snapchat of, you know, what we're doing and how it can help the sport. And people are still confused because they're too confused about what's the return on investment. And I look at them going, return on investment is important, yes. But what about visibility? What about putting it out there? You know, you're at that point to where you've put it out there, but what's its return and what are you missing? And I say that to a lot. Okay. Like you put it out there, you put your business out there. What are you missing? You know, and you see the feedback that you receive. Okay. Are people understanding our product and service better? The answer is no. Okay. Rework it. I mean, marketing is just a huge, huge experiment. It's, you know, your hypothesis. It's, How do I get from here to there? How do I let people know I'm here? How can I let people know I can help them? You know, that's what you do in business. You promote a service that helps your customers, not a business that serves yourself. You know, if you have any questions, I'm going to end the podcast now. If you can have any questions, you can connect with me. My email is Tom, T-O-M, daily d-a-l-y 621 at gmail.com or at trdadvantage.com if you're looking for help with your social media your technology and your life and you can find my various social platforms on my website thanks for listening and have a good day